following program is intended for mature audiences. It's the music, movies, and shows you love. As if we care. And hate. You ain't gonna like it none. And love to hate. I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> this is the Broken Remote. And coming to you live on tape on this Wednesday, March 8th. And talking about stuff you love to hate. I mean, we are just dumping right in to the entire Disney inventory right now. As although several weeks ago we went and attacked Ant-Man, I had not seen it. And while you think that you'd be able to move on, even though Mm -hmm. you've already chopped it up quite a bit, unfortunately, no way. Going no. right back in to blow it up. Because, let me tell you, Will, I finally got to see it on my birthday, nonetheless. My well, wife. Happy birthday I know, to you. Talk about it. What it a- was like, on my birthday, the wifey gets me and the kids tickets to go yeah. see Ant-Man. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> she had to go uh, coach field hockey and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> the kids might like it. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's. And you, you walked in that theater, and to your surprise, as you sat down, Kevin Feige walked out, took off his belt, lowered his pants, and just dropped one right in front of you. Right in my grill piece. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it was... Um, I have to say, no offense, but Will... You did not do this movie justice. Uh, okay. I'm so sorry. In, in my in my slight defense, because you texted me this earlier <laughs> Here this we week, go. I, I was thinking about it. It's so hard to, in words, explain just how, like, there's just, uh, okay, you have five senses. I am it's basically true. like, like uh, what I'm telling you in this version of the story is like, if I was trying, you're trying to like feed out your way out of a cave. Like you can't see or hear or taste. You're tasting your way. You're using your tongue on the ground. Like this feels drier over here. Let me out of this. <laughs> All right, I'm with you. That's what it feels like when you try to explain that. Like just level of what is this? What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just for what I saw on the screen, I definitely think it was more in lines of just mowing it down and just leveling everything Disney related. I I mean I don't know where to, I don't know where you want to start with it because I think when I started I was like let's talk about the good things first but that's so whatever let's just go like all right how about that no, no. we'll 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 yeah. do we'll we'll do the good things it's oh, fine okay. there's only a couple of them right yeah we'll, we'll talk about Jonathan Majors all right oh he yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay all right <laughs> the number one best thing out of it was that Jonathan Majors is a pretty, I don't want to say significant actor. He just came on the screen, but mm-hmm. he's got acting chops, right? And he is in the MCU, probably one of the top tier actors, or at least showing acting potential mm-hmm. that we've seen. So that part is great. And it gives the Kang character a little bit of something, right? I'm not going to say a lot because, truth be told, like, they are really not doing this character any kind of justice by the way that well, they're introducing him. 
Well, you say that now, but I mean, you got another 15 movies and other properties that are coming soon that are going to have him shoved in your face. I mean, for sure. Uh, for sure. And while some might scratch their head and just been like, Boring. I, I, I'm a little interested in it, but. That was my friend, my friend Alex. He could not. He was like, the character was really boring to me. I was like, I, he was. I thought he was good. I thought he was a cool villain. But I, the ending for him, man. Man, like, I, you what know, was I, I guess, well, true to the comics, I don't think they give the backstory up front either. No. So they kind that, of, you know, they, they back into it. But if you don't know anything about this character, all right, so th- that's the good thing. Here, here's the <laughs> second good thing before I start going on all the bad things. Pardon me. That's how I felt about the movie. Nice. No. Um, I, it wasn't necessarily like it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like I watched it. It was fine. It was fine. Right. <laughs> it was, like it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> I, I, all the people that turned around and were like, "This movie is just a steaming pile of horse shit." Like mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad. I'm sorry. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't good. But it, I wasn't sitting there being like, I, "I gotta get the kids out of here" because yeah, I can't. You weren't, even take you weren't this movie. shaking with rage as it, no. as it continued on your screen. Like I'm saying, <laughs> like it's fine. It's fine. So you're not going to go to the movie and turn around and been like, oh, my God, I can't believe that I watched that movie. No, you're just going to been like, really? You know, I, I mean, forgettable, I guess, is I, one of the thoughts that comes to mind. Right. Not, yeah. It's not just boring, not not entertaining, but like just insignificant. It I mean, it like some of the DC movies that you watch, they're so formulaic that it doesn't even like register at all on any form of scale of enjoyment you're like that was movie like was it bad no was (laughs) it good no it was movie it was superhero movie they hit all the beats to technically be like if i pulled out my recorder and played hot cross buns like that is technically a song (laughs) oh god my fucking kid just got a recorder yeah Yeah, well good i'm apologize for your ears ah well we we were good because we I know we don't want to. We don't want to hear that again. We don't ever want to hear that, and everybody the go worst into instrument. Oh, they go to those. You go to those fucking nightmare those of little, their childhood. I'm like, I remember. I just remember my parents. I never learned any of the recorder songs, and they dragged my parents to this this music night or something at the school, and I I felt almost embarrassed because I never learned any of the songs for this concert we were supposed to do, and what did I do? I held that recorder to my mouth, and I pretended to whistle into it, and I just moved my fingers. And you know what? Everyone that night said, "Will, you did great on the recorder on you." Oh my God, this is all. I'm gonna found FTX right now. This is gonna be fantastic. Yeah, I, I mean that's what they said to their money. face. But then it, yeah. in the concert, they all looked at each other and said the same thing. Hey everybody, there's a shit cloud coming. And it was oh, Will with the recorder. No, no. Well, first off, I did not play the recorder at all. That was the other like. Oh yeah, of course. You're just moving class. your fingers. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I'm faking it the entire time, but you know, it is just this cacophony of just the most obnoxious sound of all time. It, playing, you know. I mean, the recorder grandma cannot. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. The recorder cannot, by design, sound good. It always sounds like you know the, the audible Chinese water torture. <clears throat> Can you mm-hmm. say that anymore? Chinese water torture is that now fucking you know racist? You've been, you've been you've been canceled. You've been canceled. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's that's not allowed. Just like you know, 
unspecified virus of unknown origin. You know, those those two things go yeah, hand in hand. I, I just don't know what I can say and what I can't say. I, I Google so many idioms and phrases that I'm just kind of like, can you say that? You know, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't done that to uh, Chinese water torture, but uh, I, I, I think that's probably still okay. It is Chinese, right? Like, so if it is racist, it's against Chinese if, people. If you want to know if you can or can't say it, watch a Quentin Tarantino movie. Whatever move they throw out every five words... Right. That's a word you can't say. That's the one you can't say. Okay. All right. That's yeah. the one you can't say. Yeah. Any Quentin Tarantino movie, every other word, they'll be like, you, and you go, oh my goodness. I don't think that's the laugh. All right. So I think I'm okay then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the recorder is definitely the audible of the Chinese water torture because it never can sound good. It's an impossibility mm-hmm. by all means of physics and, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, natural sound that there is. Uh, but anyway, I, it really is just, you just did this, uh, I mean, it's hard. And my kid just picked one up, but like mm-hmm. I'm saying, we lucked out because our kids moved into the school system in second and fifth grade, so they missed the whole, here's your recorder, we're taking music classes, do you mm-hmm. want to join another music class and mm-hmm. pick out your instrument? So, like, there's no trumpet, you know, sessions, there's no, uh, what do you, they, they do trumpet, clarinet, flute. Uh, you well, know, those are actual instruments. Uh, sorry, all yeah, those but they all sound garbage. <laughs> you know, you go to your well, kid, okay. you they, go to they, a kid's they, recital, and it's just like, oh, here we're gonna we're gonna do hot cross buns. They always do hot cross buns. They do a hot cross buns up until like high school. Now I, I was think. relearning the piano when I was uh, at UBS because I knew it like a bit, like way back in the day. Completely forgot everything I knew, and I was relearning it. And I went to this like concert with my old piano teacher just to see what some of these young kids were doing. And I've never felt so untalented in my entire life when you just see these 12-year-olds being led around the, but with a noose around their neck from these helicopter moms just screaming at them while they just elegantly play on this instrument. And you go, there might be something to these women who are openly like using a cat of nine tails on their children to make them play better. <laughs> but Maybe. I doubt like, it. When I, when I was their I age. I mean, you, you say that and I'm thinking, put them away. Yeah, lock them no, up. No, it's not a lot. Tiger mom, man, Fucking you gotta have a tiger. Psychos. Mom. But you know, what? maybe you need someone with a cat of nine tails to beat something to shape, and we'd have a better movie than you know, <laughs> it, it's whatever true. Kevin Feige shit out there. Well, I, I, you know, like you're sitting there and you're expecting to see, based on the reviews, a steaming pile of shit. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's manageable. It's just like you know, it's just not significant. I, I just don't understand. And Kang is the most significant part of this movie, right? It's the introduction to Kang, he, which. Had he already been done part. in Loki. But the thing with me, though, like, like so Kang was great. What would you think of, actually, before we get to what I, I hated about the movie? Because the intro, man, just was so eye-rolly. What would you think of Paul Rudd? Because I think he was, maybe not as, <laughs> he obviously was as strong of an actor, but I thought he was the only likable protagonist. Yeah, you know what I thought? I thought he was fine. <laughs> he was fine. That's what he it was. was. He was Paul Rudd. He, he was he fine. Was Paul Rudd. He's Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. I mean, I... Like, I liked Paul Rudd, but now thinking about it, I don't know the last time I saw Paul Rudd not... Well, you know, Paul Rudd was a little different early on, like in Clueless, mm-hmm. and I did like the the psychopath he played in 40-Year-Old Virgin, mm-hmm. and now going back from, like, Ant-Man through all the other stuff, including, like, now the Netflix just, shit... You're just describing Paul Rudd through the ages. It's, That's now it's doing. just like, it really is like Paul... But, I mean, there, there was little variations of Paul Rudd, you know, but now, like, Paul 
Paul Rudd just does Paul Rudd. So, like, mm-hmm. and when I first saw him in Ant-Man, I was like, okay, you know, I mean, it's Paul Rudd, but I'm expecting Ant-Man, and then I'm just kind of like, you, you get a lot of Paul Rudd in every other movie, TV thing, and then it just waters down every time you see him, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's just doing himself. So this is 40, Ant-Man, whatever the fuck it is, it's just always mm-hmm. Paul Rudd doing Paul Rudd. Um, I mean... I think he gives it his go. The problem with any actor, actress that is at, at being seen at such a clip as he is right now is you can't differentiate the actor from any other role he does. It's all the same role. Yeah. yeah. Right? You know, I mean, and, and method, method acting is fucking gone anyway because nobody gives a shit. Nobody goes to the movies anymore regardless unless it's mm-hmm. a, you know, super high-end uh, yeah, you know, you're either Top Maverick, Avatar 2, or you're one of the 40 other movies nominated for the Best Academy Award that no one's seen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you want to know why Tom Cruise has never won a fucking uh, a, an Oscar? Is because he makes money? J- it, I mean, <laughs> he's being indoctrinated just, into Scientology? Just go, just go away. Well, that could be another reason, yeah. It could yeah. be the Scientology. It could be the, the, the Scientology wife that's yeah. locked up and it, it went, yeah. went missing like a month ago. Um, or it could just be that Tom... Oh, another one. Cool, yeah. Right. Tom Cruise steps up to the plate in the movie to, quote-unquote, save Hollywood, as Steven Spielberg says. I do. I saw that. I wanted to ask you about that. That's all. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he does Top Gun Maverick. And you know what he does? He does fucking... He does Tom Cruise. Like, it's just Tom Cruise. It's always well, Tom well, Cruise. Well, like, okay. he has well, okay. never, ever once... I don't think he's... Ever, maybe Tropic Thunder ever stepped out of his fucking comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I, I will say the, the one thing about Tom Cruise, he plays super insanely, like God bless him for doing those insane stunts because he kind of think he has a death wish, but he also, I'm pretty sure, thinks he's actually basically Jesus or the Scientology <laughs> equivalent. Okay. That's basically the line he's been, been being fed for the last, like, almost 30 years or something, but he um, yeah, he plays himself, but just like hyper comp confident like competent to an absurd level that's it he also does kind of live that life i don't know i was listening to this scientology podcast earlier this week just talk, where they're what? Not, no, no, like they're I talking mean, about, they're talking about scientology you are they're talking about scientology asshole. that's exactly what he is my goodness scientology podcast no no it's it's about science like it's about like the history of how it got like founded and then like the current founder and how he's probably a murderer it wasn't like and this and now everyone get on your knees and pray to xenu and then get rid of your seat level <laughs> oh, thank god no, i thought like, i lost you for a second you know no, it was it was going off into like like what does tom cruise get out of this pussy like a ridiculous <laughs> amount like you don't even comprehend or and yeah or uh. probably actually to be honest probably that one but uh yeah they're going to like the current founder and tom cruise and tom cruise is just this like hey how's it going yeah let's do this hey i'm gonna go check out my motorcycle yeah boom and people go wait you really like that <laughs> You can't do that. And then Scientology, you know, they're busy literally enslaving people in a dungeon somewhere. And they're going, no, you're cool. Tell them it's cool. While they're just, you know, they're whipping somebody in the background. Um, <laughs> talking about <laughs> Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah, Paul Rudd. Well, no, we were going to Tom Cruise. But no, to wrap up on Tom Cruise, if you've ever gone through the history of Tom Cruise, literally, like, 
it, like Cole Trickle is the same character as mm. fucking as Maverick, mm. and it, who is the same character as Risky Business Guy. Like it literally, it, it's just the same. But but yeah, Paul Rudd kind of the same thing. He did try to do a little bit of lifting here, but how much lifting are you can saying? You do? Are you saying the guy in Jerry Maguire? is almost identical to the guy in Mission Impossible, except one's a spy and one's an agent. Oh, uh, you know... Uh, they're so different. What are you talking about? They're not just Tom Cruise, just one's trying to find love and one is trying to find the USB port while they I, okay. their way across the so, world. So we're going into a Tom Cruise hole, but Tom Cruise kind of has... He's going to be the next Iron Man, man. He's going to be the next Iron Man. This all, this all goes together. He yeah. does. I, I guess he has a little bit of... Uh, of with breath, whatever uh, acting chops, he he falls not into one cat one stereotype, but he falls into two. So he has the Jerry Maguire character that he can do, right? Mm. Which is basically himself, but a little over emotional, you know. And then he's got the um, other one. Um, I would like to quickly amend that statement. Go ahead. Based on the Oprah interview and the couch, I would say. Under emotional Tom Cruise. <laughs> Under emotional. I, Tom I would. Cruise. I would yes. say he's. Sure. I would say for Jerry Maguire, he is holding back what he really is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And mm. then the other one would be like the cool. I'm a badass Tom Cruise. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's the same character, just minus like the soft side. If and Tom Cruise didn't have the bone structure he did, and this was a hundred years ago, he would have been chained in a dungeon for fear of being bewitched. Or something along those lines. <laughs> he does have quite a jawline, to be honest. Yeah. And I yeah. wish I had the same one because the same I, here. Life would be a lot different. The past two man. months, my fucking my my gobble neck that my mom always used to harp about <laughs> has just neck. come in in fucking <laughs> like beast mode, and I'm like, what the hell happened to me in two months? I'm like, I didn't put on that much weight, but goddamn, <laughs> I just like I can't even. Ah, oh, dude, I just I I want to cut the shit off. So I mean, but literally, like like. Like, all right, here, previous, let's do, uh, you know, and then we'll get off the... He's been in... Only in 46 movies? I thought it would have been a lot more, but... Um, okay, so, uh, okay, uh, Taps, he's a kid, uh, Outsiders, whatever. Oh, Joel from Risky Business. So, this would be the... Uh, this would be, like, the Maverick one, right? We'll put that in the Maverick category. Um, all the right moves, Maverick category. Top Gun, Maverick, Color, color of Money. Uh, Color of Money mm. is kind of like the. Have you ever seen Color of Money, mm -mm. where he plays Vince? That's kind of uh, that's kind of the Maverick, but on uh, on on steroids. Cocktail is the Jerry Maguire side. Rain Man is the Jerry Maguire side. Yeah. Regardless, he saved Hollywood, though. He single-handedly saved. He saved it. He saved it. No. God, no, literally, you could go everywhere. He plays two roles. I, I a little bit more than Paul Rudd, who just plays one now. But yeah. yes, he's he played. He saved Hollywood. So n now that we got done with that, back to Paul <laughs> Rudd and Ant Man. So. Um, yeah, the good things about it, uh, Jonathan Majors, uh, it was watchable, so it wasn't mm -hmm. necessarily horrifically bad. Yeah. Um, and then I would say that's probably about it. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer looks really good for 60 whatever Really? Oh, man, dude, I couldn't get... She's it like 60 like she change, getting, bro. Dude, she looked like she was getting Botox injections every time like they would cut away from her. Like they go to Jonathan Majors and then they would cut back uh, to Michelle maybe I was Pfeiffer just in a bad and you could see the needle just removed from her face. <laughs> oh, I gotta, maybe like, I was, wait, wait, wait. 
I was in a terrible theater. Michelle, her character just annoyed me so much, dude. I I mean, maybe it's because I just missed the wave of whenever she was hot. But, Uh, like, because God knows I will be defending Alexander Daddario for the next 300 years, no matter what advances there are in technology. (laughs) Uh, Alexander Daddario, you you missed me. I'm not that educated. uh, She's the the one from True Detective. She's the one you're thinking about. Oh, Uh, fucking. Bam. Yes. Okay, I gotcha. Fine. (laughs) That's all you got to (laughs) say. That was easy. Uh, Yeah, I don't know her name. You just say True Detective, and I'm like, oh, yeah, San Andreas versus, you know. (laughs) San Andreas, that's right. (laughs) San Andreas in the wet t-shirt all yeah, she, time. She, she came up in our, our Black Adam conversation. I forgot about that. Yeah, that that phenomenal movie. Uh, but, so, uh, so great. She she is really phenomenal. She's, um, phenomenal. <laughs> she's got huge tax on. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe the best ever. Maybe the best ever. She, uh, um, it, it is but, really but Michelle phenomenal. Michelle Pfeiffer, dude, I, her character, I'm like, this is what, like, oh, yeah, he, here's the, here's the, we could jump off point right here. Go ahead. Take it off, yeah, because that's where we're going. Like, like her and his daughter, and his daughter Catherine Newton, she is hot. Their characters—I don't know what it is about Marvel, where like the first three minutes of your movie, you're like, and now you're gonna immediately not like these two. And then it's like those two just came across so arrogant and were better than you, and just like. So you're actually talking about the fo- characters. The characters, and then like, then, then it just and, like, led into the plot. Like, oh, I made this supercomputer that maps into a completely different dimension in the basement. Like, what do your kids do on their weekend? Because I was building with Legos and playing video games when I was fucking 16. Oh, yeah. Well, we, <laughs> you know, I have to agree with you, and that's a part that we talked about in the podcast past. But the, I, the, the ability for everybody in an MCU movie to just be the smartest person, you know, mm-hmm. in their, you know, area and m- smarter than anybody else put together. And that's always the person that's in the Marvel movie. It's never like an average... I, I mean, I guess Ant-Man yeah. is your average Joe. Everybody else is, like, beyond smart, right? Mm-hmm. And that'll go, <laughs> that'll go into this, too. So, here is the number one thing that I think was just beyond ridiculous about this movie. Number one, right? I mean, and this has to do with everybody being smart, but it more has to do with the fact that they backed in to this story in the most hilarious way possible. And it was so egregious. Like, they never in a million years, in a million years, ever were like, you know what? Let's go use the Quantum Realm. Let's go use it in Endgame. But then let's leave it, you know, ready to rock because what we're going to do is we're going to actually use Endgame or we're going to use the Quantum Realm yet again and we're going to put Kang and a whole other layer of story and... And we're going to put that all in there. So that's what we're going to do with the quantum realm. We're just going to do it in small pieces. That was never thought of in 2016. Sorry. It never was. It's also weird to me because the quantum realm just seems like a completely... Like, you're going for this multiverse thing. Everyone's doing a multiverse thing nowadays. Like, I just... You see everything. It's cr- like every other TV show, I feel like, has some reference to the multiverse or multiple universes bullshit. And then they throw the quantum realm thing, and it's it's technically the same thing, but then it's also not. And I go, D- you got too much shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, completely. Like, like, just make this another universe. Like, you, like, you've established you have this multiverse thing. Why you got to have this completely separate 
but almost identical thing. Well, what's crazy to me is that, I mean, maybe some people have called it out. I have not seen it because I don't read all that much on stuff that I'm interested in. Pardon me, because I don't want it to crowd my I don't want it to crowd my thoughts with other people's opinions. Yeah. So I, I like to do it after the fact that we had conversations such as this. But so they they come up with this quantum realm, and they're just like, you know what? We're painted in a corner after Infinity War. We need to go back in time. What are we gonna do? Oh, the quantum realm. The quantum realm. We'll just use the quantum realm. We'll say we can go backwards in time, right? If he goes, only there was an Infinity Stone that could control time. Damn it. <laughs> so if well, just, only there was like a green stone that was established to have something with time, if only we could have written that into the story. Oh, if only. Oh, but alas. So we got the quantum realm that bails us and gets us out of the, the corner that we painted ourselves in in Endgame, right? Which you have stated you've just despised, right? Mm. So now we go into multiverse land, which is not well explained at all. They <laughs> explain it like haphazardly in uh, in the Loki TV series, which if you didn't watch Loki t- TV series... Had no urge. You you must have been completely lost or just at a, a disadvantage watching this show because the the original Kang well it's not Kang right it's the man no end Same, it's the Daniel it, Richards yeah, like that some, character some version of him or whoever something whoever Kang is right which I think is it, it the. Uh, scientist's name is Nathaniel Richards. So the Nathaniel Richards that's in Loki, which is the man uh, who remains, when he gets killed, they explain the timeline, all the rest of that kind of shit, right? And so in, in this one, right, if you don't watch that, you're kind of at a loss. But anyway, you go into the quantum realm now, and they're like, all right, well, we've got this multiverse, and we need to, like, really kind of kick the multiverse into, like, overdrive. And we've got the Kang character that there's going to be a lot of them. So how do we... How are we just going to introduce this and shoot it into the MCU without explanation? The Quantum Realm! Oh, let's go back to the Quantum Realm. Yeah. The Quantum Realm, because it's undefined and nobody fucking questions it, has become their uh, jack of all trades. There's some kind of... There's a there's a movie it's terminology. So yeah. Not Chekhov's gun. Is it Chekhov's gun? Uh, Dusex Machina, I think. Dusex Machina. You're maybe the, the one that like it just immediately solves your problem out of nowhere. Like yeah. That it, it's that every time now. Yeah. Every I, time. I like I made a joke earlier about the time stone thing, but now that I'm thinking about it, like you have this, like, you can bring the Infinity Stones back in some way, shape, or form. I think I would have liked Endgame more if they're like, oh, the Infinity Stones are reemerging, but we can't like redo that one thing but we can get the time stone back or something and then i would kind of maybe like you've established this okay this makes sense instead of tony stark being like i looked at the quantum realm for three seconds and i realized we can use it for time travel fuck off um <laughs> i really feel like the writer's room for marvel is just they're like i don't know what we do now man i mean the multiverse thing everyone's doing it better than we are and then kevin feige comes in wearing some fucking cowboy hat or whatever he's always wearing those stupid hats is it guys? Two words: quantum realm, and then just the what I, I assume, yeah. <laughs> and those 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 six writers and a dog or whatever they have are all just looking at each other, mouths agape, like fish, just me like, oh, quantum realm. I never thought of that before, man. And now they have this piece of shit movie. It that is. Was, 
It really is. It's beyond amazing. Because think about it, right? So this is what they want you to believe. And this is what I was just... He- this is what I was literally head-scratching when I was in here. So When I was in the movie watching this. And these things... I, I mean, maybe you mentioned them. I don't remember you doing. That's why I'm just kind of like, man, how did you... So when they go in back into the quantum realm, right, and they talk about Kang and Michelle Pfeiffer, I don't even know her actual character name, so I'm just calling her Michelle Pfeiffer. That bitch, you can do that. That's right. fine. Yeah, yeah Catwoman. Uh, uh, the Catwoman, the original Catwoman. Yeah. Well, not the original Catwoman. That was uh, yeah. whatever her name, but uh, yeah, Burton's yeah. Catwoman. Um, you know, she goes in there and she's like, "Oh my god!" And they're like, well, "You didn't tell us about Kang. You don't understand." I was locked down there for 30 years. Once I got out, all I wanted to do was be a mom. She wanted to be a mom. She's been there for like... We just almost lost half of existence of humankind to a big giant purple monster that Mm -hmm. snapped his fingers and wiped everybody around. And then when we finally beat him, you're just going to sit there and keep the whole like, oh, yeah, but you got to see this other guy in the quantum realm that could really kick everybody's ass just even more. I'm not going to bring that up, though, because I just want to be a mom. Listen, I'm just going to quickly go back for our fourth. No, 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 no. No. I was going to say, Leroy, Leroy is always fine for me. Um, but just like going back through the plot for our three listeners who may be confused <laughs> because no one else is going to watch this movie. Uh, just to quickly walk everyone through the plot of this movie, just so we can get to what and what bothers me the most about this movie is by far the characters that suck are just way too prevalent. And the plot is so unbelievably rushed. It boggles the mind that these were Hollywood grade writers who were given money for their 401ks to write this piece of shit movie. Well, there's no uh, chance this was thought out, right? I, it, let, let's just establish it, that. Like, it, apparent, I read something that there were a bunch of reshoots, which ha- or that there was a bunch of stuff changed in editing, which I have to believe because there's just the tonal shift. Like you can feel them just trying to like add the extra spice. You're like, wait. This isn't a cake. This is supposed to be a chicken salad. Oh shit! Oh shit! And they're or, or reverse. They're just pouring sugar on this chicken salad, and they're just throwing it out to whoever wants it. They throw a candle in it. Um, but the, the plot of the movie basically starts off: Ant Man's having a great life. He wrote a book, and then his daughter is now an activist because I guess that's the only thing that Zoomers can oh, God. identify with. And she's like, "Yeah, fuck the cops, Dad. You don't even care about." you know, actual issues that matter. And he goes, I saved the entire universe. And then her response is quite literally, what have you done recently though? And then Michelle Pfeiffer gives him this look like, you know, she's right. And then Michelle Pfeiffer then, you know, forgets to mention later in the movie that she knew about this genocidal maniac that she alone could have stopped, but then never did. (laughs) Right. Uh, Whoops. Sorry, Michelle. And then they go downstairs and the girl's like, I'll show you what I do, Dad. I'm building this supercomputer map that maps the quantum realm. Just a bunch of garbledygook words where you're like, okay, you're smart. I get it. But then that like, – this is all five minutes in the movie. But you would assume this is like 30 minutes in what I'm talking about. This is like – you literally – if you blink, all of a sudden you're in a completely different location. The machine turns on by itself. It sucks them all into this other like Star Wars universe. And, and I forgot how did, why did it suck him in? It wasn't Kang, right? It was somebody else. No, it was it was it was his his buddy who I'm sure we're going to get into, Modok. It was Modok who did it or something like that. Was it Modok that did it? He, I don't he, even he remember. Made, he makes like a, he makes like a throwaway line 
that he did it like later in the week. He's like, I f- found your signal, and then I sent this. Oh yeah, thing yeah, over yeah to right. It. Because they were the first. That Modoc was the first person they saw, right? When yeah, they went back like, down yeah. there. And and, and so Modoc, he's this gigantic. He's like this fan favorite Marvel character. He's got this gigantic head. These little itty bitty limbs. He's got really interesting character design, but. You know, they, they finally put him in these Marvel movies. I think there's been, like, a campaign to get him in there for years. And in my understanding, he's in the comics. He's he's played really seriously despite looking ridiculous. Yes. And it somehow works. And in this movie, the writers being the talentless hacks that they are, they're like, you know, what if we just made this a giant joke instead with the most off but i'm going in so many different directions but so did this movie so fuck the movie um, <laughs> there you go buddy it's just like it's like, like if you can't keep focused on what you want then neither will i um but yeah i mean i mean Amman's daughter was just incredibly annoying michelle pfeiffer was annoying uh what was it bill murray was there for some reason well just and- like you're saying they just jumped into this movie and yeah. just blasted through the first like 30 yeah. minutes they just blast through fucking uh, Bill Murray coming in there with yeah. a character undefined outside of the fact that he, he he had an affair with Michelle Pfeiffer for at some point yeah they at, banged like yeah, yeah for, for who knows how long like they years. also like that whole movie they kept doing those things you see in every Hollywood movie whenever like someone gets sucked into a new fantasy world but they're with someone who was there before and they just they the other person magically knows all the customs. They're like, oh, we ran into my buddy Ted, and they will pretend to fight Ted, but Ted turns out to be Ted's like this giant gorilla man. Oh yes, they go on, to go fight on. Him, but it turns it turns out they're best friends. Like, oh Ted, like you're friends with the gorilla man that you were growling at. It's like, yeah, that's how you say hi. Did I not tell you that? You know, in the thirty minutes it took for us to walk down here, that I was best pals with them, and I was going to do that. Did I completely scare the shit out of you when I was fighting Ted, the twenty foot gorilla monster? And turns out stabbing him is a way to say hi. Did I forget to tell you that on our large ass walk over here? Oh, that's my bad. Did but I that, also? Okay, continue. It's it just like, like the, the rant I can go on now that you've seen it. I, I'm what, trying to like educate the three viewers who will listen to this, but like there, there's no point to try to understand what I'm talking about because the movie's stupid. It just copies so many trends you see in so many other bad Hollywood movies or that have been done better. They have the alien bar scene like they do in Guardians of the Galaxy where it's done well. Oh, but they're like, we what, if we, what if we did that but worse? And then they drink some weird thing that lets them speak the language oh, magically. Oh, no, man, you still want There you go, too. There's just so much, dude, that you're just you watching. You know, I've seen this stuff before, but better. And then they just, you're just, to quote Mr. Mackey from South Park, you lazily got up there like a turtle taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have to bring up the whole alien part of this movie because for, that it was there is for just, no reason. I, I mean, look, it is patently ridiculous. I, I, it's a comic book movie. I get it, right? Mm-hmm. But it is patently ridiculous at this point to just make things as ridiculous as they do. Mm-hmm. For example... They go into, if I was to get on a fucking planet, a planet, a a fucking rocket ship, and go to another planet, somewhere far away in a different galaxy, and I was to land, and there was, I I was to land in a town that had a bar that had a whole bunch of fucking aliens hanging out drinking, there is not a single person on that planet that would speak English. Not only that, 
mm-hmm. there would not be a single alien on that planet that would have some kind of means to communicate to me. They might not even speak the same language. Like, if I point at them saying, like, I'm pointing at you, that might mean, you know, I want to chop off your nether regions and they might just fucking kill me on the spot. There is no way to communicate from, you know, one person to another. We go into this alien realm and you're deuce uh, machina, you know, the, mm-hmm. the... Yeah. So there's a random liquid person that they basically make him drink and as soon as he drinks it everybody understands each other okay to be fair they do have that in ireland it's called the town drunk and he throws up in your mouth and while you're screwing back at him <laughs> you can't speak irish for that brief moment so there is some basis so reality. there's 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 some yeah there is some background i thought that was a really nice cultural touch to acknowledge that they 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 acknowledge the o'flanagans yeah <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah, I, I I didn't really put two and two together at the time. Yeah. I was just listen, so listen, on common it. mistake, common mistake. I know. I'm just. I'm yeah, not... It's also really nice of them with all that. You know, you thought that was alien food. That was actually the food they eat in England. So that was really like honestly, I got to give it. All right, I, 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 I guess I'll have European to uh, pull my foot off the throttle on that yeah. one. Yeah, but I, I you uncultured know, uncultured Americans, man, jeez. And uh, I doubt I could hop into some kind of alien ship and stick my f- hands in a, a two tubes of Jello dude, and that fly was... the ship. I'm okay. sorry. My, so my theory with part of that is they were filming for a new Star Wars movie, and okay. no one wants a new Star Wars movie right now. Like unless that's Mandalorian, which we'll get to later. Basically, everyone's like, "Fuck these movies." The sequel trilogy kind of ruined this for me. And they're like, fuck, we just filmed this alien bar scene. We have all the CGI done. What are we going to do with it? <gasps> I got it. We're filming Ant-Man on green screen anyway. Let's just write this in, and we can use this scene we already CGI'd five years ago. Right. And okay. I'm with you. Go. There you go. You're yeah, just reusing the- stuff that was on the cutting room floor. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that that's my current theory, because why else would you just – Put that in for no reason, along with your weird manta ray thing that they fly. It it could have been cool what they were doing with the quantum realm and the world building. My one friend liked it, but it's just it's so extra complicated on something that's already so extra and complicated. Like you're just throwing more stuff on top of something that doesn't have that much actual substance at the end of the day. I mean. To, yeah, and to that point, like, this whole thing is undefined, which allows them to turn around and then pull all this hunky-dory bullshit, bullshit yeah. where it's just like, yeah, we're just going to get out of it. Why? Because we're just going to say it. Like, ants. Oh, oh, okay. Ants. Ants will save me. Ants. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, we haven't even gotten there yet. I mean, sir, these super advanced ants. Would- yeah, I mean, notice we're not talking about his character or Evangeline Lilly's character at all so far. Like, they just have not even come up in the conversation. Oh, there's no, there's no like, point in it, just, right? Like, like, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and she had, like, like what, six lines in the whole movie? Uh, yeah, there was not that many. There was not many, yeah, that many. Yeah, there's nothing. She's like, why are you there? 
Yeah, I mean, it's just Ant-Man. They, they throw the Wasp in for whatever reason because they, yeah. they pot committed like, to it last one. Dad! And then you're like, oh, that's right. She's here. Uh, I guess she'll punch Kang one time or something. Oh, That'll yeah, and then cool. you have that weird, you know, you know, like, the mom-dad thing versus the, the, the father-daughter thing. And it was yeah, like, right, I, is was... this supposed to be the emotional depth of, of the movie I, here? Oh, because I, also I, I don't loved, give a fuck. I loved that there was a quantum realm resistance because Disney has been killing it with their resistance characters. I mean, yes. they, like, I don't know what Mad Lib they have that says, your resistance in this movie will have a leader who is strong female with hair that looks like Amazon that fights with a stick because she was literally oh. the same character in Solo A Star Wars Story. Like, I saw that. That, that, that random, that random yeah. alien girl. Yeah, and then she'll have, like, a bunch of quirky sidekicks. She was like, the one, one that was the, like, you let him write to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was the exact same character in Solo, A Star Wars Story. They have, like, a small alien dude who's kind of weird but, like, cute and funny. And then there's, like, another, like, second command who's, like, really large and tough. And then there's another one who's, like, a meek beta boy or something like that. I feel like that's <laughs> sure. every resistance. Like, that was in, that was in Obi-Wan. That was in Solo, A Star Wars Story. Now it's in MCU. It, I mean, there's probably a bunch of other properties I'm completely blanking on, considering Disney owns half the world by now, and probably, you know... I mean, technically, isn't a President Xi a Disney character of China? Like, technically, he's going to book, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is. Uh, I mean, he definitely has the Disney affiliation. Yeah. Um, I it, And that's a whole nother, that, that Disney monopoly part is... I You know, I wanted to get to it. I don't know if we'll get to it necessarily today, but... Um, going back to at least this movie, right? So they basically just write whatever they need to to get themselves out of a corner because yeah. the quantum realm is undefined. They, you know, they introduce characters that are aliens, but some, mm -hmm. you know, the fact that the one guy can meet read minds and they never like really explain it. Like, there you go. There's another do side. Like, we need something between them drinking the alien. How do they know they're chill? Oh, uh, this guy can read minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Okay. Yeah, we'll, like, we'll get an actor from a TV show that people like to play him. Cool. Isn't that kind of underusing this guy's talents? Yeah, but like, um, go fuck yourself? Yeah. That <laughs> sounds about right. You know, we, we need to bridge the gap between them not drinking the alien goo and then miraculously hearing and then communicating to everybody else otherwise. Yeah. And we'll throw in a mind reader. Like, okay. Yeah, and, and, and to go up the tangent of eating the alien goo, to be able to speak the language is apparently how this world works. Uh, I feel like the writers for this movie were eating glue. Like it's just really <laughs> like, just a like nice, it. just a nice like a shot of Elmer's glue every morning right before they got to typing away. Oh, that that might have been huffing like rubber cement is what it might have been. I was going to say every day they're like, all right, everybody, get your nose over the vat. We got a little bit of bleach, a little bit of pneumonia. Remember, not too deep, or you won't be working today, but just <laughs> enough to really get those creative juices enough flowing. Enough to get it going. All right, what are your ideas? A guy with a crystal beam for a head. Why not? Okay, he'll be the only tragic death in this movie because why would we have any consequences? Yeah, I don't even think that this movie would have been good on psychedelics. When you no. like you'd be out of your mind just being like, Oh my god, look at the liquid goo guy, wouldn't it be so crazy yeah. if we ate liquid goo? No. No, no, no. I, I, I don't I don't think about it at all. Um, I would I would unequivocally rather watch the SpongeBob movie. 
No, that I would watch I this movie. SpongeBob movie was good on a side. It was. Note, I mean, the, the two the two thousand three one was no, phenomenal. no. The most but, recent one I I heard was okay. Uh, I've heard uh, there is one. Yeah, I've heard that the uh, weirdly a bunch of them were good. Apparently, I think one came I, out I around seen... the pandemic time, and I thought I read yeah. that it was okay. But I, you know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? There. It's it's SpongeBob. That 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 show is. I loved it way back in the day, and then it's been still going, and I've not kept up. But the old ones I will treasure forever. Um, but yeah, dude, it's. I just, I just don't know what the idea is now. I mean, the ending of the movie. Oh, hold on, hold on. I, I, I oh, got to yeah, go yeah. back to little itsy bitsy parts during oh, it. Yeah, so, yeah, keep going, keep going. Okay, so Kang, Wait. right? So on, I'm gonna let you riff here. I'm gonna grab my ginger ale from the. Yeah, cool. So Kang is supposed to be a character who, you know, again, those that don't know the backstory, here it is. Kang goes back in time. And, or Kang is, a, Kang is a scientist who discovers time travel, goes back in time or across universes and, and dimensions and meets other variations of himself. He meets all the other variations of himself who are meeting other variations of himself, and they're all like, oh, dude, you're pretty fucking smart. So are you. That's because I'm you. You're me. I'm you. You're me. Mm-hmm. And you're and I'm you. Oh, I get it. Okay, we're pretty fucking cool. So and let's go right over. right after that, they, they walk five feet away from each other and go, Fuck that guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, okay, let's take over the world. With the exception of one of the Nathaniel Richards who decides, you know what? Like Will just said, fuck that guy and fuck him and fuck him. I'm taking over all of them. And goes Kang the Conqueror, right? Which goes to try to take over all the other fucking Nathaniel Richards and all the other different timelines. Whether they're the Egyptian guy or the future guy, you know, I don't know all yeah, the Yeah, that was also weird. The very end of the movie, they just show like there's a bajillion of them and they're wearing these ridiculous outfits. Yeah, well, those are all the other Nathaniel Ryan. Those yeah, are the Nathaniel Richards from all the other different just multiverses. Call him, just, call him, just call him Kang. All old Kangs, Richard, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but this is, so if you want to try to follow the story that they're shoveling at you, then this one Kang the Conqueror, you know, ends up pissing all the other ones off. And so they say, and he's pissed off because he was, quote unquote, banished to the quantum realm, right? Yeah. Big problem here. <laughs> Nothing happened in the quantum realm other than his ship crashed, and then like the uh, by chance the drive whatever the drive is supposed to be that allows him to yeah the tra- ball the, the the crystal ball which is the yeah. um it breaks right yeah and so they they didn't really banish him they just kind of sent him to the quantum realm and by you know dumb luck he crashes and the yeah thing I breaks. like how they sent him there with his magical spaceship that he yeah, can fix right. at some point. <laughs> Like, like, hey, make any sense. stay here. Hey, you listen, listen, you're going to be stuck in this jail cell, but here's the key that will let you out of the jail cell that will give you super magical powers that can kill us all. It, it doubles as a key and a gun, but, you know, it's behind this Rubik's Cube and you're never going to solve this. No. You're never going to solve this Rubik's Cube. Who do you think you are? And boom goes the dynamite. So Just why? So he gets stuck in there because his ship crashes. Now, whether or not, I don't know why they sent him with the ship, but whatever. So then, yeah. so then Catwoman helps fix it for him. And then all of a sudden, she touches it and is able to see his mind. Mm-hmm. No explanation uh, what again. Good, what good writing. What it just happens, why, right? Why have an emotional scene between two characters where they, you know, he casually mentions his, his ideology. Yeah, yeah, they, right? Like, they get all drunk, and he starts telling it instead. Yeah, like, like that comes up 
and he tries to invite her on this journey with him. And then like, there's like, that's where the crux of the movie comes because there's that's in, instead of him, just her seeing a vision and then it, where he could easily lie and say, that was what my other, cause she knows there's other versions of him. Now you can just say, Oh, that wasn't me. That was one of the 1200 other guys that looked like me. And I need to stop him. Like you couldn't just do that for five seconds. No, like, no, no, you gotta like, we're, we're going to have her touch the, the engine part. And then Aha. you kill people. You kill people? You kill people? I can't help mm -hmm. you out. So uh -huh. then the only reason he's stuck in the quantum realm is because she then takes a pin particle. She had a pin particle on her. Is that what she had? She had something, a pin particle or something on her that she throws something onto like it that. and makes the thing colossally big and breaks the fucking thing. So yeah. that's why he's banished to the quantum realm. Just dumb fucking luck. Not not some kind. So I don't know why he's so mad at everybody because he should just be mad at her because the other guys didn't do anything. So, I don't know. I mean, he's just it, like the the whole movie just it just doesn't work for whatever tone they were trying to go for. Like I thought he was really cool in a couple scenes, like when he's like actually threatening Ant Man. He's like, I'm gonna murder your daughter if you don't do what i say and you're like oh wow there's actual stakes he's actually following through this is such a refreshing scene for a villain in a movie where like he's doing something and you feel like he could actually do it he's not just bluffing or just twirling his mustache and then modok comes in and ruins it um <laughs> yeah we haven't even talked about Modoc, and i don't want to because you know, it, you, you that, like that was really so fucking you, dumb you didn't like the scene where they showed his butt. You didn't like that. I didn't. You, didn't I, you like know, I didn't see it because I think the I think the theater I was in was just really, really my, terrible. My friend that was I really dark. The, the movie. My friend and I looked at each other at the end of the movie, and we're like, "We saw his butt, right? Like that's what that scene was." They're like, "Yeah." Well, I guarantee what? you that the reason they didn't have his other chums, you know, in on the thing was because it doesn't really work because they went to the quantum realm the whole movie, right? So they took T.I. and the uh, other guy, the Latino. Oh, that one. Name. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm saying MODOK. Like, no, no, but, but I'm saying like they were like, well, we can't have those fun guys and also MODOK because MODOK's kind of our like comic relief. Right, Which is so like, yeah. we can't have oh. too much co comic relief. How about at the end when Modok's dying and he's like slowly touching his face with a little baby Dude, hand? That was, like, and then he was, was like, like and was... I'm an Avenger. And I'm like, yeah. I, this is just so dumb that it's like, it, I, to I don't... Me, that was like that was one of the scenes I, I felt like they reshot. Like, I wasn't sure that's true or not, but it just it felt like we need more Marvel humor. Like, you could see the board meeting with like, we need more Marvel humor in this movie. Well, Time-wise, put that in. He wasn't in the Avengers in Ant-Man one, right? No, he was a bad guy. Well, no, 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 no. What I'm uh, saying is that Ant-Man himself. Oh wait, you're saying they didn't exist? Is that the? Well, I don't think was, he was a part of them, right? Was he? Even, Had he what, fought what in Civil War yet? And even if he up. fought in Civil and War, was Ant-Man Phase one? That must have been. Phase I don't two. remember. I, I just I, I remember what Ant-Man was. And I remember, you 2015, know, I, so 2015, phase, it was, it came out, the first one came out 2015. So, so that's impossible it because I think civil war was 20. No, civil war was earlier. Civil war was 2012. Maybe it must've been phase two. Okay. It was phase two, early phase three. It must've been phase two. Okay. So like Avengers 
were a thing, I guess, but I don't think he had any reason to know that Ant-Man was in it. No, that, uh-huh. well, that's the thing, right? Like, I don't think when when the first Ant-Man, so, yeah. no, Civil like, War is 2016. Yeah. I don't think they were going to copy of the New Yorker or like podcasts. No, because Ant-Man had to come out first because he wasn't new in Civil War. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, the only one that was yeah. new in Civil War was Spider-Man. He was the he made his premiere in Spider-Man. Yeah. And Black Panther, right? And Black Panther. Black Panther and 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 uh and Spider-Man made their appearance in Civil War. Ant-Man had been before. So that guy uh whatever his name, Yellow Jacket, uh you know, actor's Corey Stahl, I think his name is. He got shrunk before Ant-Man even hit Yeah, the Avengers. yeah no, I understand. Yeah, so he like like Timeline wise, he wouldn't he have known. No, yeah, he wouldn't have known. He's down there, and now he's like, I'm an Avenger now, too, right? Like, I don't know how he knows that Ant Man's in the Avengers or the cultural impact or any of that because right. once they're not getting podcasts down there, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> no, yeah, but they're not like, Hey, there, sir, would you like a copy of the New York Times? <laughs> if they oh, t- I didn't know you did delivery down here. Oh, we do it everywhere, sir. Every day, go down to the Commonwealth, make it's sure you the get we have little children hawking newspapers yeah, all over the place. That'll be three dimes, huh? Young Christian Bale just hawking newspapers before going through his interdimensional vortex. Um, the Red Skull yeah, was heavily involved in World War II. That was before Hitler shot himself in the head. Uh, right before, come, get your message now. Thanos killed by a brave ad-themed hero who shrunk and went up his butt. <laughs> I um, hope that's right. Well, then you have the Ant-Man in, uh, in yeah. what do you call it, the Amazon series. But he yeah. went in the penis. <laughs> yeah, his, he did get that. Bigger. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, dude, I don't know. It was just, it was just weak. It's just a weak movie, just all around. Just there's just so much hot garbage going on there. Yeah, I mean, the I, final fight scene with like Ant Man and Kang was kind of cool, where Kang's just beating the shit out of him. But that's like where I go back to this movie feels like it was reshot because if oh, this had oh, oh, any impact, yeah, yeah. To your point, the reshoots there seemed to be to your point like a heavy piece that was taken out because if you watch the trailers mm-hmm. remember the trailers he was talking about like i lost all that time with her you know in mm-hmm. the, i'm going to get all that back you know and like this serious talk about like him getting time back and going back in time so that was never in the movie it was in mm-hmm. the trailer it was never in the movie so whatever part that was they just left that whole thing out yeah like like but you have a lot like on paper you have a guy who's lost like, I mean, that's a whole thing with Marvel is that all these people lost like five years or something of their life is like I think the concept with Thanos is snap. And I mean, he was gone for a completely different reason. And maybe he could have like if he got there sooner, he could have like maybe he could have brought people back sooner. That could be like a point of guilt for the character or like, there's a bunch of interesting places you can take him. Or, you know, maybe he's he's kind of riding high in this movie because, you know, he helped defeat Thanos and helped, like, save the universe. But there's, there, I mean, you, there's clearly a play you can do off of that where maybe he feels like he didn't contribute as much. Or it, there's, just, there's just interesting things you can do. And they did none of them, and they just went off into this completely different direction that just felt like you just put him in Star Wars now. Like, why'd you do that? Like, I don't, like... <laughs> 
Like the, all no. the directions you could have gone in for a decent story with this guy, you just chose none of them for zero reasons, and I don't understand it. Yeah, and not only that, and you mentioned Star Wars, they did the entire pathetic Rise of Skywalker ending where they sent out the miraculous you know, message to everybody. Hey, mm-hmm. we need your help. We have to unite. And if we all unite, we can... Cassie? We can beat... We can beat Kang. It's not... The yeah, end. they do that. It's, it's literally like every Disney movie, I feel like, has to have that scene in now. And like, then like, all of a sudden like, at the, the end, the ants come in and all yeah. the, 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 the rebel alliance ants. that you... Were, <laughs> ants. Ants. Yeah. Ants. And the random heroine on the what, what oh were you bitching God. about? You were bitching about the um the the resistance, right? The, yeah, resistance, the resistance comes through at the end Which, and saves the it, fucking yeah, day. I don't know to you, but the word was like the rebellion in the original Star Wars. Like that word works for me. Resistance, maybe it's just because like every other person I see that says resistance seriously nowadays has blue hair and is screaming about some injustice about not being able to get as much whipped cream in her Starbucks as she would like. Uh, <laughs> or like or is a Democrat the... in Congress uh, questioning Jerome Powell about exactly. why, why the uh, why the Federal you Reserve and the economy, American economy is Mr. racist of some am... regard? First off, first off, she is Native American. <laughs> not really, but she identifies as that on all of her forms. Which um, one? AOC? All of them. No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, Elizabeth Warren. I thought that was... Oh, Warren, Warren. Oh, no, no, no. I was... Uh, I, I got sucked in while I was working today watching the... Um, they had uh, uh, she, Powell. They had Powell up on, on Capitol yeah. Hill. Yeah, and, I thought like, Warren got mad at him or something. That was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That was yesterday. So, oh, now but he, he goes. Oh, he goes to the Senate on day one. And he goes to the House on day two. Oh, you know, they, no. they, they all take yeah. their own okay. shots. And so well, we'll I, I missed have, yesterday. They need their five minutes of fame. Come on, yeah. Oh, dude, and I'll tell you what. Like when you, if you ever bored and you see like Powell or some kind of tech wizard or a big banker going on the hill, just turn it on to watch because it is worth every penny. It just pop a, a big thing of popcorn and just turn the volume up. And listen to the stupidity that comes out of these fucking people's Do you mouths. have any idea how much it bothers me that AOC apparently has an economics degree, which is one of the same majors I have? Like, I also have a math degree, too. But, like, the fact that I share a degree with her, <laughs> and I am hey. not the sharpest tool in the shed, but, like, come on. <laughs> I have three degrees, and what I have learned and what I think we are both in agreement at is that college is a complete bunch of horse shit. It's it's just a big pile of turd. Like you do it to get a paper so you can yeah. go on, but the it's a pay of for play. I know that went two hundred thousand dollars into debt for a philosophy degree. Right, it's too much. But, but what, it doesn't matter it, because if you didn't have the degree anyway, you'd never be able to play. Like, exactly. what are you going to do with a high school degree? Ugh, Jack this, shit. This, this whole whole other. Hold on, wait, wait, what did AOC say really quick before we go back to the resistance? <laughs> oh, oh no, it was um, it today it was uh, I didn't hear her talk. I uh-huh. heard um, there was a, a, a um, a, these aren't representatives, right? So a representative from Massachusetts, and she got up there and she gets on her high horse and she starts talking about um, you know, obviously how the uh, the the, the, the 
uh, the the downturn that's coming up. Uh, you know, it's got a recession. No, re- no, 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 no recessions coming. No, that's right. No, How no. recessions recessions treat people differently, and those of less economic stature, you know, and of okay. minority, end up paying the are you price. Saying, are you heavy. saying the Walton family aren't going to be? As yeah, hurt as badly as someone from Detroit. No, like v- Velma's family is going to hurt a little bit more. Oh, but Velma's, you know, uh, the Mindy Kalings will be fine. Yeah. R- r- the Kalings <laughs> might be fine, but but Velma herself is going to hurt, and yeah. you know, Shaggy's going to hurt. At least this mm-hmm. version of Shaggy's going to hurt. But um, Fred, Fred, not so much. Fred, Fred will be fine. Um, fucking Fred. <laughs> Fred will be fine. So she's going on all this this whole thing, and then she looks at Powell, and she's just like, so. Will you, based on what I just said, which isn't a fact, but I'm going to say it's a fact. So based on what I said, are you, uh, Mr. Powell, going to look at the American public in the eyes and tell them, I am not going to raise the interest rates? And he was just like, no. (laughs) That's it. No. And there was a big big pounding of her chest moment. And he's like, no, it's a serious question and there's a lot of variables to it. So no, I'm not going to say that. And so yeah. she just kind of like repeated herself, and then it was like mm. you ran out of time. Let's go to the yeah. next person. Yeah. Uh, well, I did. I think I saw a meme about that. Or so I just said no, Jerome. No. Or something. It's <laughs> just like, no. And it was like, some of these people. They they offered questions that were, and I forget the one girl. I think she's from not Minnesota. Isn't Minnesota the one girl who they say is like a, a terrorist? But there, <laughs> there's another one. She's a part of the squad. She's got glasses. I don't know her. Ilhan Omar? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that. Yeah. It, she's not the skinny one, but she's kind of like. No, she's, a, she's got. She's got. She's from. She's from some other country outside, but she's. Uh, I mean, all of them have said. She's not, not the one that they want to throw out of the country, though. She's just part of the squad, and she's really stupid, uh, maybe, right? Maybe different. I mean, that's like every single member of the squad. I feel yeah, like every no, single I, member of the squad is. This one, if are, you saw her, you know her. Yeah, they're dumb, they're young, and they are all clearly anti-Semitic to a certain degree, which I like. People throw words around where they're like, wow, that person, you're like Hitler. But then you hear them talk about some things and you go, oh, I'm sorry, what did you just say? <laughs> wait, wait, what? Like, I'm just saying we should just round them up and put them <laughs> into like areas and maybe not look at them anymore. Like maybe they're having it a little too good. Mm-hmm. While well, AOC's tr- like trying to schmooze her way into the Met Gala. You're like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just, it's so, it's, it literally, I, I mean, maybe it was like this for our entire life and we're just older now so we just recognize yeah. it. But it is, it is beyond crazy the, that I these elected officials the are the ones yeah, voting yeah, on our, yeah. on our fucking future. They're, yeah, they're clueless. It's definitely always been clueless. Like this, I think it's just the fact that the internet exists so now this information is just like, pup, pumped out and you just see it so much easier than you would have oh well that's probably part of it but i don't know the squad thing is crazy because i'll have friends that are very progressive they'll talk to me about how like great they are and then i'm like yeah but then they're also basically talking about like i'm just saying maybe like separate water fountains for people based (laughs) on race is a good idea and you're like what the fuck is wrong with you it is so crazy how we are like yeah. the push right now yeah. literally is towards segregation it's right? so but wild it's, 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 it's so segregation wild. from yeah. the minority groups like that, that's yeah. like it's just head scratching yeah i'm just saying like buses shouldn't be ridden by everybody and you're like <laughs> hey, see shut the fuck up 
We should have our own buses so that we could get there first and then everybody else (laughs) could take their own buses. I don't see a problem with what I'm saying. (laughs) It's really progressive. Like, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but like... I've got a lot of Insta followers. And you're like, that's, I'm so glad you're elected to office by dudes with gauges in their ear that just are three inches wide. Um, back to Ant-Man. Oh, 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 oh it, it, but th- this is the last thing about Powell. And I, I swear I'll hang it up. I, I, I promise. I promise. So here you go. So that girl, whoever she is, and it's not the, the Omar. I, I don't think it's the one, the Islamic one that everybody like wants to like throw out yeah, of the country. But it, it's another one. If you see her, she, she's one of the blatantly stupider individuals in Congress. And I've heard Presley, her talk. Rashida Tlaib. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her. That's her. That's her. That's her. That's her. Okay. Where yeah, is she from? This- is she Minnesota? It's Rashida is Michigan, it looks like. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan right. Michigan, MI? MI is Michigan, right? Oh, no, Ilhan Omar. Yeah, they're both. What is she from? The squad. The squad. God, she's, they, they, there's like the top three, and I think she's one of the top three, right? It's, it's AOC. Oh, there's a dude in the squad now. I don't know that. Oh, well, that's. Yeah. He's um, in Texas. So she Austin? starts questioning. Yep, he's from Austin, of course. Yeah. Um. Oh, I think I saw him talk. Um. Yeah, so uh, here's the, the squad, U.S. Congress, Wikipedia. It is, it's not Omar, it's Rashid Tlaib, uh, or whatever, uh, Rashid, I, I, uh, Talab, Tlaib, Rashida, Rashida Tlaib. Yeah. Um, so she starts questioning Powell about um, it's some, some kind of policy that has nothing to do with the Fed at all. And so she's like, so, you know, and then based on like 745, you know, what are you guys doing about whatever? And he might have referenced it in like his own or whatever, but he was like, yeah, that doesn't apply to us. And she's like, okay, so what are you doing about it? Because by what you're doing here, it's not making the impact. And based on 745, you got, and he was like, no, 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 745 doesn't apply to us. Like it's something for here. And I referenced that, but like that has nothing to do with the Fed. And so she, like, just kind of put her hands up, and she was like, and, and so what? And then she ran out of time. And then it was like, uh, you ran out of time. Okay. And uh, I was just like, and she did it, like, four or five times. And Powell was like, bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. This has yeah. nothing to do with us. Like, I'm I trying to politely get past it, and you won't let it go. I just don't get who votes for those people. I just oh, don't dude, get who I, they appeal to. I don't get it. I don't get, like, who looks... At uh, who I think are very clearly dumb, like like AOC, I think's an idiot. I think she's hot, but she's an idiot. I just don't know how she. Anyway, oh, I, I, I don't think she's yeah, hot. So that, that's yeah. the difference, right? I don't. But know, I, I, I mean, Republicans yeah. are no dif- are no better either yeah, yeah, know, because exactly. they get up there and they're like, you know how fucking smart I am. I'm going to start quoting you all this stuff that I read from my economics mm-hmm. thing and all this shit that I pulled out if of the I internet. I see that another Mar- was it Marion Williamson, whoever that that dumb. I mean, all I feel like all Republican women like, yeah, she's blonde, and you're just like, okay, like all of them are these. Uh, Megan Kelly knockoffs. But if I see another one of those Republican women ads, you're like, I'm really going to take it to Congress. And it's just them with the gun just shooting for some reason. You're like, <laughs> what? What is this proof? You're an idiot. This <laughs> one guy ended his last like two minutes and was just like, uh, you know, and before I end my time, I just think that the Democrats, specifically, uh, you know, Warren that questioned 
should apologize to the American public because <sighs> it's the Democratic overspending of the past X amount of years that has it's put so America dumb. in this. And I'm like, hold on. And, you know, Powell's got to be sitting there being like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, i got to exactly. sit here and listen to this fucking bullshit. And yeah, this like, happens. I'm to, like, uh, yeah, oh, God, Jamie Dimon. Do you ever hear Jamie Dimon up there? Which one's he? Jamie Dimon. He's the head of, he's the J.P. Morgan Chase, right? Or... He's oh J- yes, I J- have. J- yes, I have. Yep, 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 yep. Is it J.P. Morgan Chase or is he Goldman Sachs? What it, it, he is, uh, I think it's J.P. Morgan. Yeah, Chase. 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 Yeah, Chase. yeah. Like he gets up there and he has to listen to these fucking people, and you could see his fucking blood pressure raising every time he's on the hill because he's like, "You fucking people don't know anything that you're talking about." Like I well, can't I mean, believe the, I have to uh, deal uh, with you fucking assholes. Everyone, everyone that's in Congress nowadays either used to be a bartender or was a very poor salesman at a used car lot and decided, <laughs> you, know what I can, you know what I can do instead? I have no talent as a salesman, but I'm at least better than that guy. And they just point to this like overweight dude walking out of a Krispy Kreme who turns out to be the governor of Ohio or something like that. <laughs> right. And they just go like, I can take his job easy. And then they'll just go on at a podium and be like, you know, that guy. He doesn't like Krispy Kreme with the cream, and everyone goes, what? And then they just, <laughs> and next thing you know, they're in office, and then they're screaming at the next Fed chair. And that's why we have two trains at the rails in Ohio. In the last month. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, just burning chemicals. So anyway, <laughs> I, again, I, I derailed us again. I apologize. Uh, Ant-Man, the ending of it, I mean, it's just horrifically bad. I, you know, it, it ends, they use, you know, they, they get out of it through ants. Ants come to the fucking save the day. Um, ants. Ants. I love ants. ants. Okay, Michael Douglas. Uh, the, the socialism thing, whole ant thing that you brought up last week. Uh-huh. When he started doing it, I'm like, oh, Christ. We can learn a lot right. about ants. We can learn a lot about socialism. It's a charged word. And then, like, he's describing it, and you're like, whoever wrote this script, and there is like there is a point. I had a professor in college who was super into like socialism and communism and that shit. And he of course taught economic history of thought. Professor Dodd, shout out to you. You were boring as fuck, and then you hit on my girlfriend at a ball. And I'll oh, never shit. forget that. That was a Whoa. fun, that was a, that was a fun a story when she came. The fun story she came back one day. She's like, "Do you know what Professor Dodd?" I'm like, "Yeah, why?" She's like, "He just hit on me." I'm like, that's cool because he just had a kid. Um, <laughs> you anyway, bum. You yeah, fucking that, bum. Cool, bro. Um, <laughs> oh, the humanity. So. so uh, but you know, he had, they were like you would hear arguments from other people in the class that were in every people were in college, and you know I didn't give a fuck. Uh, but people would just be arguing about like the benefits and the the cons, and obviously there's you know in a perfect world where mankind wasn't driven by self interest, maybe it would work. But the complete misunderstanding of what socialism is, like have you like, you can read on Wikipedia what socialism is. Let's do that right now and do more work than with the writers of Ant-Man. Socialism. <laughs> Let's see. It is a political philosophy and movement encompassing a range of economic and social systems which characterize social ownership and the means of production as opposed to private ownership. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. You know what ants do? They are a fucking hive mind with no individuality that are completely like just gung-ho on pushing the species and hive forward. The individual can die and will be eaten and sacrificed as necessary. And yeah, it's not even socialism. Reason, it's not even close. 
And for them to just throw that in, goes like, this is a good word for the. This is a stupid little joke here, but I'm just like, I know you're from LA, writer who wrote this. I know you actually kind of believe this. Can you do some research into this? Come on, man. I no, no. The answer, my 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 friend, is no. They're mm. not doing anything. Yeah. There is no time for a writer in Hollywood to research anything. They just have to spit. Did you ever read those articles about the visual, uh, the the FXX artists, you know, special effects artists right now, and how they're basically like held at gunpoint? I think we oh, talked about it on the podcast. They're on like before. a Viking slave ship. How they're basically yeah. they're rolling that ore while Bob Iger just stands behind them, just thrashing them. And they're just like at a certain point, we just can't do anything. Like mm-hmm. we can't get ourselves out of this yeah so greener we just have to make it we just have to make it look like shit just so that it works and so yeah there's a lot of problems i noticed that a couple points too i'm sure you did i mean this movie was more green screen than most marvel movies but like there were definitely some parts where i was like dude that looks bad yeah well yes i i that true and i think in and we'll get to it I don't know if we'll get to it today because I, I think maybe we'll do Last of Us. But but Mando, uh, the, the first episode of Mando, I, I was like, wow. I was like, this is the first one where I'm like, I'm done. I, you know, the the visual effects right now, now I'm kind of seeing like, all right, now it feels like TV. Like, we can jump over to that if you want because, I mean, Ant-Man just, like, honestly, I think my score is a 4 or 5 out of 10 for it at the end of the day. Yeah, like, it's, no, I don't hate I, it, but just so average. I just, I had to go back into it because it was just infinitely worse than I think that we talked mm-hmm. about last week yeah. in the sense that it really didn't make any sense. It didn't do anything to for, they basically just threw Kang at you, mm-hmm. you know, rifled them out of this barrel with like no aim, didn't define anything. They basically used the quantum realm to, again, and, and get themselves out of the corner. Movie. Nothing happens at the end of the movie. The status quo is reestablished. Like, I thought the movie, if they really want to have some balls, like, Ant-Man, like, at the very least, have Paul Rudd and his, his girlfriend stuck in the quantum realm. Right. Like, you're not using them for the next couple of years anyway, but they're like, no, he's just back in San Fran, chilling. Well, well or, you know, or maybe. Or off if you have real balls. Like, because right. that's what happens to, like, Scott Lang in the comic, he dies, and that's what makes his daughter become a hero. Well, like, I, which is like, you know, pretty part of the course. I feel like, given superheroes usually have like a person who dies and then they become a hero. But still, yeah, I, I have a feeling that at some point that was actually the script was for him yeah. to die, and then I think that they 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 pussied out of it. But yeah, uh, can you say that? No, uh, probably not. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> so um, um, actually, as a member of the Democratic Congress, I find that word very offensive, yeah, and the squad is no, anyway. Uh, uh, but yeah, and, and then you know they really don't do anything. They just well look. Maybe at the end, if they pulled off this, um, it, it, would it again be a deuce action? But anyway, he comes out and he comes out in a different time timeline and mm-hmm. a different realm. So it's not him returning to reality. It's actually yeah. him returning to you, a different reality. I think you or my friend sent me some theories about what yeah, they thought me. the ending could have been, and it's just like. So that convoluted, cool. right? That would be that would be cool. I have no faith in Marvel pulling anything remotely that cool off. Like any, like there's all these cool fan theories online, and it's just, I listen. I would love if those were true. That would be super awesome. They are not. Whoever their writers are now, 
they're just not talented enough. Like John Favreau, when it was just him in the first Iron Man, maybe he could have done it. And it, 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 it is this like this because this actually works perfectly. The Marvel into the Mandalorian thing. There are some writers that are so talented that I do think they could pull this convoluted, crazy plot stuff off that keeps you kind of guessing and you're going, sure. I'm still like interested in the story. Like I'm the tone shifting, but not in a way that makes like me get like whiplash. It's keeping me more vested because I'm laughing, I'm crying, I'm I'm like pumped. But eventually these things get so popular, all these other monkeys want to put their hands in the pie and it starts getting messy. And Mandalorian, the way I felt, was the first season was kind of John Favreau's baby. And it was it was, really it was, it was just, Iron Man one. Yeah, it was like it was just him and it was awesome and every episode you're just like, what the fuck's happening here? And they're all like they're all kind of episodic. There's kind of a storyline, but you know, it's not like huge. Um and then the second season was still good, but you're starting to see some of those hands starting to appear in this pie. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then when I watched the Boba Fett show, the Mandalorian episodes were good, which I'm calling the Mandalorian episodes, even though they're Boba Fett show. But the Boba Fett show was really bad, and then for Boba some Fett reason, show just was like, basically yeah. it really was the third season of the Mandalorian. I'm sorry, well, it was it was it was half of the third season. It felt like <laughs> yeah, sure. just threw in, but like some of those people that worked on Boba Fett, they're going to be working on the third season of Mandalorian, and I'm just kind of going. Now this show is doing successful, and it's kind of like a cultural phenomenon. More and more of these chimps that ruin Marvel are going to move over to this specific show because it's the only thing in Star Wars that people like right now, and they're going to start fucking it up. So- well, you could tell it. Well, again, I, you ha- have you seen the first episode? I've not watched it yet, but like, go feel free to spoil because, like, you know, I'm probably going to just binge it all at once, like in a week or something. Well, you know, let, let's just go back and we'll and we'll touch on Boba Fett for a hot second. You know, the thing about Boba Fett that didn't work was that number one, it was boring. It, it was boring. <laughs> so as hell. boring, dude. It was so boring. And it was it was super boring. And it had already been done infinitely better in the comic books with a Dark Horse comic. Uh, called- you know where else it was done better? Mandalorian season one. Right, right. <laughs> that right. was the show I wanted Boba Fett to be in, and it was already out. So, so I, I, I reference, and I think I referenced previously the Dark Horse comic, the uh, Dark Empire. But the Dark Empire did the whole, and also um, there was Tales of the Bounty Hunters, which is a book in, uh, I guess it's now called the Extended Universe, back in the 90s. And it was a bunch of short stories about all the bounty hunters that you would saw in the movies. Mm -hmm. And it had told the story of of Boba Fett and how he got out of the The Sarlacc pit. pit, yeah. Yeah. And it was basically the same as what they did in the show. It was just, it went into the whole thing about how, like, he was in the, the, the belly of the fucking Sarlacc for X amount, and the saliva ended up mixing his DNA with the DNA of all the other people that were being digested over time. So yeah. he had all these psychedelic, like, fucking, like, you know, like, episodes. Trips. yeah. Yeah, where he, like, thought he was other people, and it was, like, it kind of, like, warped his mind, and he got out. But it was, like, 
you read those, you saw the Dark Horse comic, and it was like, man, there's so many cool ways you could have done him getting out. And meanwhile, they just kind of like open up the show, and he's in the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, fire, and I, I want to get like out. And like, I don't want to be in here. This place sucks. He's <laughs> like, oh, here's a random store trooper. That works. Here, give me air. <laughs> All right, I'm good now. Fire, and I'm out. And it was just yeah. kind of like, wow. You know, like that was as undramatic as it gets. And yeah, then, dude. And then the rest of the show was just kind of like, all right, well, you know, Boba Fett doesn't work, so we're just going to throw Mandalorian in there because that's yeah. what does work. Right? Yeah. Well, the thing is, and what works about it, because it, it, the Mandalorian is basically, and like this is what attracts people to the Witcher franchise, even though the Witcher franchise has been moving away from this at a way more rapid pace than Mandalorian. It's basically like an old spaghetti western, like the man with no name traveling from town to town there's a problem in the town and then he solves the problem and he just he, <laughs> right. as soon as he got like he gets a little bit of money enough to keep going and he's off again to the next place to solve the next problem but this time it's planets and there's you know one's a snowy one one's a desert one's a forest or jungle and that's right. Did we so have the cool conversation where i said it's the incredible hulk the it's the 80 it's the 80 yeah, 70s incredible hulk like, yeah it's you like, know it's tv show thing. But there's something like really appealing about that concept. I think people kind of want to. I don't know. There's like an eye on some level. Go. That's fucking us. That's so cool. And they just don't do that. And then you get some kid who goes, "What if Boba Fett found the quantum realm?" And then they put that in season three of Mandalorian. And they go, "What if Baby Yoda could talk?" It's Gilbert. What if Baby Yoda could talk, but it's Gilbert Gottfried, and they're like he's dead? And they go, "Uh, I don't got anything then." Yeah, I'm <laughs> not about, looking for not Baby Gilbert Gottfried, but my Kath Goldweight. Yeah. It's fucking freaky in here. Okay, uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, Boba Fett did not work because number one, it was boring. Number two, they had to go to. Mandalorian to like try they to save it. Four, they had seven episodes. They cut four episodes into a completely different story yeah. about a way more yeah. interesting character. And they threw Luke in there, and they threw yeah. Ashoka, and it was yeah. like, dude, come yeah. on. In case anyone wants to watch the man, uh, the book of Boba Fett, here's a quick uh, spoiler alert: skip episodes one through four, watch five, six, yes. and you can, you can skip seven. You don't need it, but you can watch it, and they'll be like. Because five and six are just about the Mandalorian. Boba Fett's not in either one of them. And then nope. seven's the wrap-up to whatever Boba Fett's story is. You don't need to know what it is. It's stupid. It's dumb. There's people on Power Ranger motorcycles. There's yeah. a Rancor that appears that's kind of cool. But, like... He, ta he, ta I, he takes over Jabba's, basically... Mm -hmm. You know, he takes over Jabba's yeah. uh, empire. I wrote, my brother and I wrote the exact same finale to Boba Fett when we were, like, seven and eight. When we were, you know, playing with our Legos in the basement, sure. like, I'm just going to put it that way. Like he had his Boba Fett Lego, I had a dragon, and we're like, "Look, what if they just fought over this village?" And then apparently there was a Disney writer looking through a window, going, "Like, oh, I got to remember that." <laughs> the Olener cool. brothers, they're fucking smart, dude. These guys know what's up. <laughs> these kids, they're fucking geniuses. Yeah, write that down. Write that down. <laughs> I'm writing it down on my palm, and I'm going to take this home with me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to beat off into my hand, and I'm going to make a fucking Did, did he say something about a quantum realm there? Oh, we got to make sure we include this. Oh, jeez. <laughs> quantum realm. Yeah. So, all right. So, I'll tell you, I, you know, so the issues with 
the the Mando in the Book of Boba Fett was basically that they they grabbed Grogu and they were like, yeah, the whole send off with Grogu and giving him the Luke Skywalker, we're not even gonna let that fucking simmer. We're just not, not like the marinate. We're just gonna yeah. get Grogu back. Yeah, I saw John Favreau. He's like, no, they were together for like two years. And you're like, were they? Because that didn't feel like two years. <laughs> Whatever Dude, you say, buddy. And like, I don't. I don't really know how they're going to try to explain it because the reality of the situation is that whether it's Favreau or whether it's Disney, and I highly hope, well, I highly suspect, and I pretty much I'm praying that it's Disney, they're just like, you know what? Yeah, this doesn't work. Mando only works with with Grogu. It, it, it's Din and Grogu, it's Mando and Baby Yoda, or it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because... They bring him back, and it's like, holy shit, here we are again doing the same shit we did in the first... Like, Grogu, even though I guess he's... I don't know. He's he's got Jedi powers. He's still... The whole character is baby. He's yeah, a baby. Yeah, he's, he's an experience. That's the whole... And he needs to be, like, protected by... He can't Mando. communicate, right? He can't communicate. Yeah. He's basically it's, it's the, the dog. Exact, it's a man it's and his dog. the exact story of The Witcher, where there's this super powerful child who just does not want to know how to use their powers yet, and you got this bounty hunter who goes from village to village who's like, I'm going to be your dad. Come with me on this journey, and we're going to figure shit out together. And he doesn't know how to use her powers, but they're just having fun. Uh, right. And, 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 I mean, it goes back to basically like, you know, a man and his dog. Right, mm-hmm. it's like the cowboy and his dog, and they travel yeah. the land. And then it was like, it, it, whenever they need them, and everything goes terrible, and and he needs them, the dog comes through in the fucking end. You know, bites the bad cowboy in the hand, and he drops his gun, and and it saves the fucking you know the cowboy, and he gets up and he kills the bad cowboy, and you know it, it's just the, the same shit. And so that just gets like amped up in this one. They go back. You see Grief Karga again. They go literally, and I'm not shitting you. They bring back IG Eleven, whichever one that is. You the know, droid no, from the first season. Yes, yes, yes. And the they one who go melted back. in the lava. Yes, and they go back, and he goes and gets lava, him. which like melts everything entirely. Not everything. So. And uh, and basically, Mando's like, I need that robot. That's the robot I need. I need him. So we got to put him back together. No explanation as to why. None. We're in a universe that has droids fucking galore. But he needs that. He needs that one. That's the one he needs. That's not good. No. Oh, and guess what? Since they need that one and only that one, they end up having to go to the greatest mind of in the area to fix it. Kathleen Kennedy appears in the show. Oh my <laughs> no, god! No, it's so bad. it's unbelievable, right? She kind of does, but she's a three-inch uh, marionette, fucking you know, uh, Lego figure. Not Lego figure. Uh, you know, puppet. That doesn't look good at all. Oh, and that's right. He was also in Rise of Skywalker. His name is Bobo Freet. You know the Bobo Freet guy? The little dude that fixed uh, C-3PO? And everybody was like, oh, oh. Bobo Freet's so cute. He's so cool. He's got like a uh. Fu Manchu. He's like a three-inch tall Muppet. Uh, why? Yeah, so he's the one that they have to go to to fix why? IG-88. 
And then, of course, when he's down there, he's small. Baby Yoda's small. So Baby Yoda starts, like, trying to grab him and eat him and mm-hmm. play with him because Baby Yoda doesn't know any different because Baby Yoda's stupid. You know, and it was like, oh, Grogu, don't do that, Grogu. <laughs> Look at Grogu. Mm. You know, and, and they speak in, like, a broken a broken accent. No, and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, look, I'm getting, oh, what's that? I'm getting an email from Disney. Do you want to work on Mandalorian season four? Oh, and what's funny is, like, it's a blatant, like, it's almost, I, I, I hear it, I hear an Asian accent, and I'm like, oh, okay, we can still make fun of Asian accents, I guess, or at least Disney can, right? Because, like, the way yeah. that they say it, it's just, it, it to me, it sounds Asian. Maybe, maybe they're going to, like, no, that's a pure alien dialect, like, no, yeah. no, not really. You know, and uh, Grief Karg is there to interpret the whole thing, even though you can kind of make out what they're saying. But Grief Dude. Karg is like, no, he says that if you go and you get a new chip, he can fix him. And man, there's like, just, no, I I'm understand. I heard him. I'm just worried. I mean, they're just like, it like it's all slapstick bullshit. It's all like junk. They, they, they had it's some junk. ridiculous stuff in the first season, but the thing is, they're just. They're gonna wear it like it's. It was such a night. The Mandalorian could have just been this nice gem of Star Wars, where you know it's a couple seasons long, and it's quality. Yeah, and like you can just you can like like the Mandalorian should have proven to these most of these idiots. And I'm not blaming John Favreau here because you know if you basically single handedly saved Star Wars, and now they're paying you millions of dollars to keep writing this character you created that you probably have some emotional attachment for. You're probably going to stick around. You're like, I got millions of dollars, and I don't let you run train on my character I made, like <laughs> right. George Lucas did to all of his. Okay, um, but like, what that should have taught them was, you can give an individual story to completely new characters set in Star Wars, and it can do okay. Like, or it can it can do great. Like, no, Din Djarin is the only new character, and obviously, so is Baby Yoda. Uh, that have actually hit like a chord with like the public that watches these movies. No one gives a fuck about Ray. I don't even no. know what the third character's name is in the like the Rise of Skywalker movies. Like the other guy they're hanging out with on the Millennium Falcon. Finn. Finn. No, not Finn. The other one. The other one. The the other guy. Poe like, po Dameron. That's it. Okay, I forgot it. Moon Knight. Yeah, that's yeah, his name. Yeah, Moon Knight. Um, I forgot the actor's name right Yeah, and, and the only reason I remember Rose is because of how much I hated her. Like, <laughs> this right, is the Rose. first character. Like, Kylo Ren, the only was, uh, he was the villain, but, like, you know, he's just more emo Anakin. This is, like, the first new character you had after spending $4 billion that is going to last the test of time, but they're trying to make sure they kill it for some reason while they're just making all this new side story shows of characters that are already established. You can be building more in this universe on completely original characters and they refuse to do it. And I think that's what people kind of want to see. And they're not for some reason. Why is it that Disney, I've seen like 40 million Disney movies this year and a movie that destroyed all of them was Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Why did that movie, <laughs> why was that movie so much better than everything Disney has made this year? Well, I don't get it. There is a scene that goes to that very point in the first episode where, um, so they are on the planet that Grief Cargan uh, took over and IG-11 is uh, there that they go to get back. 
and these pirates that used to do business with grief come back and they're like, you know, harassing people. And he's like, we don't do that shit anymore. You know, and so they're like, oh, what do you mean you don't do shit? Like, you owe us because, you know, we used to do shit for you. And, yeah. uh, you know, you can't just turn around and, and go fucking straight and narrow because, you know, you owe us. And so he, they start going back and he tries to, you know, uh, dissolve it. And there it is. And they show Mando and he's kind of like sitting back up against the side of the building. And it's like, oh, here's the badass bounty hunter. And all I keep thinking to myself is like, yeah, but where's your little cute puppy? Where's your cute puppy? Where, where, where's your cute baby yeah. Yoda? Where, where is he? Yeah, how's you he going to ruin the tension in the scene real quick? And, and he doesn't, but it's just kind of like now because they forced baby Yoda back into the picture. Mm -hmm. Like I don't even look and see Mando by himself and been like, Oh yeah, there's Mando. I'm like, where's yeah. his fucking, where's his buddy? Where's his yeah. little puppy dog? Where's his baby? It, when you look back on it, like baby Yoda was in the first season, but I, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with him now, now that he's not a Jedi. I mean, they could have like, what's the point of him now? Like before it was, he has to get know. him somewhere no and he's clue. trying to protect him. And now it's just like, he's just kind of there. He's got to watch after this kid. And you're like, okay, like you're like, Mando, you're not a spring chicken, but this kid's like, what, 50 years old and is barely aged a day in that amount of time. Like, eventually, you're going to have to say goodbye to him and he's going to do that Jedi shit. But it's, I, I don't know. I just don't know what their their game plan is. Maybe, well, you know, it's, be cool. Bring back Gina Carano as that fucking. Uh, oh, no, they, they, they kissed her away. They kissed her away. This was, <laughs> because this was the first episode since she was kissed off because Boba, Book of Boba Fett doesn't count. Oh, that's right, yeah. So they referred to her in this one to give her her send-off. Oh, what'd they say? Uh, they, she's they, just they, dead? Yeah, no, no, not not dead, but, like, you know, the uh, the, the special, uh, the um, resistance special forces came up and grabbed her, and they were like, ever since she joined the special forces, we haven't heard from her anymore. You know, so instead of being the protector general, <laughs> that's you know, a word for it. Yeah, <laughs> she went to the she went to the special forces. <laughs> Peace, bitches. But you know, it's funny because now Pedro Pascal is also doing the Last of Us, Last and of we us, won't get yeah. into Last of Us here because we're running long. But you know, like in that one, he's a badass, and you kind of get it a little bit more because you get to see his face, you get to see his facial expressions. Just like every Pedro Pascal, you know, vehicle, he's got a sidekick. You know, mm -hmm. this kind of—it's a girl, right? Yeah, but well, it's also like everything now. I feel like everything nowadays is buff dude, oh, like completely. going down to town with 100%. a child sidekick. Yeah, but like in in Mando, I don't know how you get the Mando character back to. I I, I don't want to say serious because nothing in Star Wars is obviously serious, but <laughs> how you get to look at him on his own in a whole badass way because like I'm just kind of like you're just kind of a joke dude like you're gonna have Grogu you're gonna make a couple of jokes Grogu's gonna save you using the force at some point you're gonna make a couple of lucky shots yeah I, I did I think it's just a minute like I don't know if the story can like they could have had a couple really nice seasons of it and like it could have just been a send-off to Luke at the end of the season two and then season three could have been him like with the fucking dark saber or whatever that cool thing is that yeah. he has now uh, that's what it should be, and maybe they'll get into that later. Hopefully, because I do. have They brought it up, faith. episode one. It, it's mentioned. I, I do have faith in John Favreau. I do think he's very talented, despite like you know he obviously has some flaws in his career, but who doesn't? But like, I really think just whoever's the helm of Star Wars right now, and clearly this is like a Disney-wide problem. 
it, it, they're just they just have no idea what the fuck they're doing with that franchise, and no. they just like. I, I apparently Ahsoka is a really cool character, according to my brother and some other friends yes. that are more knowledgeable. But she's getting a TV show, and like, okay, that's cool. But like, there's nothing else remotely original. Like the, the last original show you made was Obi Wan, and that had some really cool scenes along with just a sea of boring. Well, bullshit. no, you did yourself a disservice because you didn't watch Andor. Andor, that's right. I do have to watch. Actually, you know what? I take it back. What I said before. Apparently, he's also badass. Okay, so Andor's good as shit. It, okay, so I original. I remember talking to you, and it was when I meant Mando first came out. And I was like, dude, you got to watch Mando because this is a return to the, like the original trilogy, like kind of thematic, like everything that made the the trilogy good. The original trilogy is what's good in this show. And I was right when that first came out, but it's been since diluted with the second season, Mandalorian, and the mm-hmm. rest. You know, like and I don't even think I don't even think second season was bad. I just thought it was you know a downgrade from the other one. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. also I think that you hit. You know, if you're going to go in and you're going to tap fucking Luke Skywalker and bring him back and do it through de-aging and all the rest of it and have, like, the emotional moment that you had with, like, Grogu taking off and and bringing him back, like, you have to commit to that. Like, that's got to be some kind of big event. Like, writers are so scared to go with what they went with before. Like, Like, it's just... They're so scared to venture into the new, which is well. That, crazy that was to me. just that was so well done, and then literally they go into Book of Boba Fett, which turns out to be a throwaway bullshit series. And, and then they, Grogu's just back at the end, and you're and, like, well, you could, and they like, bring Luke Skywalker back, and they bring Luke Skywalker back like three episodes in, and it's like, okay, now I don't fucking care because now you can bring him back whenever the fuck you want to, and for like something that doesn't mean anything. Where it was like when he came yeah. back in in Mandalorian, was like, it was a big event. Yeah, there's like a, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, they're just gonna keep doing it. Like, there's nothing has stakes anymore. They do, exactly, Boom. And it's just it just it make. And if something doesn't have stakes, you're like, why am I watching this? Like, why am I watching this? Doesn't have stakes. Like, I, I could have just ended it at season two. Never thought about this again. I would feel better about it than I do now. Right. Like you just like like I understand money at the end of the day. But it's it's just wild to me, man. It's just wild to me that these guys just keep doing the same mistake and they're keep getting kind of hammered financially for most of it. And then, you know, they have a couple projects that are doing well here and there, but they're just so fucking bullshit and safe with it. I mean... Which is, which is why oh. Andor was refreshing because while I thought originally that Mando was kind of like a return to the first... to the theme of the first trilogy... Andor really was it. Like Andor yeah. definitely. Nah, there's a couple of things in Andor that are a little, you know, well, funky. But I mean, to go back to sorry to cut you off here. No, but like, I'm just thinking about this. I'm thinking about this more now. But like this, the stake thing is so important because I'm just thinking about Game of Thrones and like yes, the writing was really good and all that stuff. But I think what attracted people to the franchise in the very beginning was it's the stakes of it all. Like really, like season like the first few seasons of Game of Thrones, no one was safe. They killed their main character in the ninth episode of the first season. Like, you've been following Eddard Stark the whole time. He's gone. And in the second season, they kill off a bunch of other important characters. And they kept on that trend, and it just got the show more and more popular because you're going, wow, this is crazy. Like, you can't go back 
after killing off a character until fucking boom motherfucker they, they, they there's one season where they brought back more characters like just either from the dead or just like they're just oh i thought he was dead no you never saw him die so now the hound's back and he's gonna be back in the show <laughs> and you're just like you brought back more characters and that's it was like during those seasons when you could feel the quality drop off like not all at once you're not like this is just horrible now. You're just like, this is not as good as the last season. Like, yeah. it's still okay, but... Well, I, you know, when people talk about stakes, you're always talking about the same thing, right? You're talking about death. You're talking about the ability yeah. for a character for... Or losing a limb or something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, something. Uh, you know, like, yeah. w whatever. Like, that character is no longer with us in the same form that they were before. Yeah. And they've by a significant, to yeah, some degree. They've yeah. changed. You know, and it's usually, you know, 75% of the times it's death. And the reason why is because in life, everybody understands the finality of death, right? Yes. And if you ever experienced loss, and everybody has, and if you haven't, you will at some point in your life. Uh, you know, a family member, a brother, a sister, a grandparent, a parent, a, a child, yeah. heaven forbid. But like... And, and, like, when that person's gone, you can never get that shit back. Mm -hmm. And so your life has forever changed because... Got it choked up here. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, something <laughs> that no, was in it is not so there true. anymore. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's it, man. It, but, like, I... And so this I'm going to talk about this again because this is literally... So the Puss in Boots movie, The Last Wish, it's a kid's movie made by DreamWorks. They talk about like the whole theme of the movie is what you just talked about there. Yes, like, it's, it's a cat in boots, <laughs> and the theme of the movie is accepting death yes. and finality and stakes. And the movie was amazing. Like I don't know what it was, but there was just like there was just something. Like I have been in the desert of content recently, and like Last of Us is good, but like you know. I, I, was good. It, it, it's it just, getting it a little just, ridiculous. It, it, I mean, you know, that's that's every show ever. But like, it's just it's a, it's every zombie show I've ever seen. You know, I just I knew what I was getting. Into. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I, I was, got you. I, I wasn't expecting anything more than that. But like, after all this sludge of Disney stuff, like this this cat boot movie <laughs> gave me cat boot movie. Like it was it was literally in the desert, and you find a bottle of Dasani, and you're just like. Holy shit! And you just drink it up, and it's the best tasting water I've had in a while. Was it the best water I've ever had? I don't know, but I've been so starved for water. Sure. I was so thirsty. That Ain't this, it the this, truth? Ain't it the truth? Yeah, this character is like basically like I mean, it's synonymous with either accepting your death or going through a midlife crisis or appreciating your life. Like, there's so many different like readings you could get from it, and it was also funny, and the animation was good. It was you're just like where the fuck is this with Disney, who made like eighty different movies this year, and none of them had any of this level. Even Avatar two, which we haven't talked about, who what character do they kill off? One of like the forty children who don't, sorry spoiler alert if you were the one person who hasn't seen the movie yet. <laughs> they, they, they killed the one character, and by the way, one of the few characters I actually was like I was like I hope he doesn't die because he just hasn't annoyed me this movie. And sure. Because he doesn't matter to the plot. No, and and you're just, you're at just all. like, yeah. So there's no stakes. We have a spare kid. That yeah, does right. The same exact thing. And you're just like, like de death. 
do- I, I shouldn't say death doesn't matter. Death always matters. But death doesn't yeah. matter, you know, I- at least in the entertainment realm, when it's somebody you don't know. For the yeah. same reason that it's like you read this horrific story about some random person that gets hit by a bus, and yeah. you're like, oh, that sucks. Ted was hit by a bus. Who the fuck is Ted? Right. But if you were <laughs> Ted's brother, you're like, I can't believe he got hit by a bus. I just yeah, was talking exactly. to him yesterday, and we were talking about his kid, and now his kid's fatherless. And it was like, oh, shit, that's a horrific story. Mm-hmm. But me over here on the fucking couch in Jersey, I'm just like, fuck Ted. I'm just fucking pour out some <laughs> beer for fuck, him. Who the fuck is here, Ted? Some fucking beer out for you, buddy. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't Have fucking know. Day. Yeah, dude. But, uh, but that's the issue that Disney kind of is battling right now, especially with a lot of these legacy things, because I understand Disney's supposed to be, you know, uh, fantastical. Fantastical, I think that's a word, right? Like, it's all fantasy. It's all bullshit. It's all supposed to be getting away. But if you don't have stakes, like you said, and there's nothing to lose, then, like, why care, right? Because, like... why am I watching the movie if there's, like, like, nothing I'm... Like, like, there's content where you just turn your brain off and you just kind of mindlessly watch. But I can get that by watching Seinfeld, where Seinfeld is, like... At least least you get a good joke out of it. Yeah, exactly. And the premise is humorous. You're like, hey... I kind of yeah, that's funny. Yeah, you know, like I, I've been in similar situations to this. That's fun. Whereas Ant Man was just so ludicrous and dumb, and I'm just watching it to see the work that these poor CGI artists were beaten to near death, <laughs> right? To help make like that's what I'm really there for, and to help Paul Rudd get his fourth home and, in the mountains. And if you were to go through the Marvel like catalog. You know, uh, like it, uh, on whatever. I mean, you could go to IMDb. I'm on the app right now. So if you were just go through and look at all these things. You know, like, yeah, sure. You didn't lose, you know, you didn't have stakes in a lot of the early ones, right? Like the the, the first Iron Man, what, you, you lost, um, you know, the the Iron uh, Monger who was, uh, I forgot his name, Obadiah. And like, yeah, like, Obadiah. Who cares? It was a bad Where guy. Tony Stark built us in a cave. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he was good, man. I fucking love Bridges. I, you know, Bridges is the man. Apparently, he's like the chillest person to work with in the whole city. Right. I mean, he's the fucking dude, dude. I totally believe. He's the dude, dude. Awesome. But, like, you know, it kind of built up to, like, they knew there was no stakes. And then they were like, all right, we got to give stakes at some point. And then they were like, okay, well, we're going to knock a lot of people off with the blip for one in you know infinity war and like you know you want to talk about stakes the infinity war ending especially tom holland kudos to tom holland for when he did the death of of fucking spider-man because that one is like the most believable shit that there was a lot of people like vanish but they were like hey holland you want to do some acting he was like fuck yeah i'll do it and then he sits there and he was like you know i don't want to go like he looks like a scared fucking kid and then he's just dead and it was like they sold it on that one. And then obviously they came through in Endgame where they said bye to Iron Man and shit like that. And like the Iron Man death was, I don't know, like everybody kind of knew it was coming. So it was like, okay. But you know what? It was good. And it was like, it was very replicative. Uh, you know, it replicated yeah. death pretty well. Everybody, you know, I mean, the the, the, uh, the ceremony at the end was a little tired. But, you know, everybody's yeah. standing there just standing at the water. But you know what? Like, that is kind of what, you know, stakes and death ends up being. 
Yeah. And at least they did it okay. And and that's why you're talking about that now instead of any of the movies with Ray in them. Boom. That, that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh my God. And and I, I maybe we'll end it uh, here because we're, we're approaching two hours. So, yeah, go it's, figure. It's a decent one. I mean, I will be listening to this tomorrow. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to upload yeah. this one. I'm, I'm, uh, upload yeah. this one for sure. But, like, the again, Disney fucked up <laughs> the return of Luke Skywalker by then bringing him back, like, four episodes later in a, mm-hmm. a, a send-off show. But, like... How disappointing was the death of Luke Skywalker in the fucking movie? It, it, like, I, words cannot express the feeling I felt. Like, I still, I know Ryan Johnson is a talented director. Like, I wasn't the, like, I'm not the biggest fan of Knives Out, the, the series. Like, it's okay, but whatever. Uh, but I know he's talented, but I still can't forgive him because of that. And I know he was, probably wasn't the only one who's at fault there, but like, I can't forgive him. <laughs> it was it was just a death that was just it didn't make me feel anything. I felt no, I felt something. I didn't feel a sadness for losing a character. I felt yes. utterly disappointed. That's what I'm talking like, about. It like it like it wasn't this Luke Skywalker heroically going out after, you know. Like he just, it was like a whimper. Like everything I'd watch, like that <laughs> death scene, dude. Not only was it just a bad death for the character, but it seemed to like invalidate the original franchise I loved. I mean, that's what the whole sequel trilogy did. Was you just like the movies you grew up on, the ones that you really liked a lot. Well, now, <clears throat> right, because the moment didn't feel big, and you it were like, he big. came back to die there. And and Disney's just they're just doing that with all the properties I loved now, man. Like all the live action ones. Like just like nothing can be a complete story with a bow. They gotta be like, actually we're gonna erase this part here, we're gonna add this and and then that's why I like the movie with the cat and boots more than anything Disney has put out in the <laughs> there last you go. five years. And yeah. isn't it amazing that they could like kill off Bambi's mom fucking, you know, mm-hmm. 70, 80 years ago or however long it was, but they, they can't figure out how to kill off Luke Skywalker with some style. Dude, they're going to bring back Bambi's mom. If they ever remake that movie, it's like, oh, the hunter missed. She just got amnesia. She's back. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed. Bambi live action starring... Seth Rogen as Bambi. No, I'd rather have like Lionsgate buy the property and have Bambi's mom come back as a fucking zombie well, that like killed other Disney's, fucking deer. With, with the losses that Disney's had this year, apparently that may not be far off. So <laughs> exactly. we'll see. There you go. A possibility. All right, all right, all right. So I, I will put us out of our misery at this point because, you know, it, it, t- time to rock and roll here. I didn't even show you what time it was, but it, it, it's late enough. So It's late. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, we have jobs that we got to – well, you actually have to go into your job tomorrow. No, dude, it's all online, but it starts at oh, 8. So, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's thank great. God. Yeah, good. Watch, watch Pussy Boots The Last Witch. It's the <laughs> fucking shit. I love it. Right. I will watch it with my kids. I thought it was going to be – garbage but if no. you're giving it a thumbs up i'll give it I'm, a whirl I'm, 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 i mean we won't talk about it because it was it's solid and i never could say anything i'm like it was really good and that's all over said all right <laughs> all right cool Peace, all brother. right everybody else we'll see you next week peace and we're out <laughs>